Broadcasting live from Cryptic Spires, but a different one than last time. This is Tap Tap Concede. Welcome everybody to Tap Tap Concede. My name is Graham. Joining me is Cameron. Huh? And Nelson. Also here. Yeah. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about Double Masters. We're going to be talking a little bit about uh, Baldur's Gate Alchemy Horizons, I think is the full name of the, the set. Uh, and we're going to be talking a bit about how we're brought to you by Card Kingdom. Check out cardkingdom.com slash LRR. Please go buy your cards there. You can order yourself some Double Masters or some Commander Legends that's not alchemy, <laughs> uh, which I understand is a lot of fun to play. Uh, actually, I've heard Double Masters is pretty sweet as well, like really fun to play, and you can play it digitally on one of the apps. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Also, of course, this show and everything that we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun. So at time of recording, last weekend, we did the Double Masters pre-pre-release, and if you missed it, you can check out the VOD. It's on this very YouTube channel. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening, it's on our YouTube channel, <laughs> slash LRRMTG. Uh, and all three of us can talk about how Nelson got to play it. How was that? <laughs> yeah, it looked sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty fun. Uh, the draft format, like the draft itself was like the goofiest, loosest draft like super soft birthday, like softest draft ever. Not in terms of like the skill of the players, yeah. but the like you know attitude around the table for well, because I mean it's the PPR, yeah. so there's a lot of just goofball table talk. Yeah, and stuff. exactly. Yeah, and like that's not a criticism. It's just like yeah, we did a PPR draft live yeah. for the first time. Yeah, right? that uh, was like, fun. Even though our PPR drafts before have also been pretty loof, 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 loof. We're gonna call them loof now. <laughs> um, loose and relaxed. Uh, they were edited like because mm. the only other one we did was for first double masters right, right. Uh, yeah to draft in the woods yeah or yeah. no we also did a we did a commander legends draft too yes yes is that theater. a ppr or was that a not ppr that theater draft? No, yeah that, that was that a ppr, PPR. yeah okay so both of those though were recorded yeah and this one was live so at one point during the draft portion i was like cool i think we got bingo on um all the things you're not really allowed to do in draft right <laughs> but like, the, talk about your picks show people your picks yeah like, yeah talk about what picks like should happen or like recommend picks to people yeah or just like yeah just all these different kinds of chitter chatter oh also just like more than once uh, we were just like oh actually not that one you know like take a card <laughs> right, from your stack back. yeah put it back in get the other one it was yeah. really funny watching because again we had the the mobile cameras that james and serge were piloting um that were looking over the shoulders of talia and cedric and it was funny watching uh, cedric who obviously has done drafting at like gp day twos and stuff before clearly uh because he the first thing he did was open his pack and before looking at any of the cards counting them to make sure that there was 15 cards in the pack hmm. and going like one two three four five one two three four five one two three four five which is the thing that they make you do at, right, at right. like at like you know uh professional level day two events right and i was just like ah Yes, he's. You do not need to do that here, dude. Yeah, <laughs> drafters, you have ninety seconds to make your pick. Yeah. Right. Oh God, it's so stressful. <laughs> I know. Fourteen cards to your left. Draft. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, obviously it was very chill draft. That was totally fine. In terms of the experience of the draft, um, I still hadn't really looked at the entire spoiler or done any like, no. uh, intense strategy you know, research. So I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I wanted to make sure I had fun. And so I just, I tried to have a relaxed attitude about it. My first two picks were Mana Drain and Bloodbraid Elf, which uh, while not a combo, wow. could still go in the same deck together. There's at least yeah. a tiny yeah. bit of inherent Teamer. synergy there. Yeah. yeah, if you if you cascade into your Mana Drain, at least next turn you can like cast your Eldrazi, right? Yeah. 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 Although, yeah. and 
Although you get your mana in the post-combat main phase if you're, you know, usually casting your Bloodbraid Elf pre-combat hoping to attack. So. Now, as a reminder, because this, this came up at the draft as well, and mm-hmm. we had, a, frankly, a struggle trying to, trying to make sure that we knew that we were doing this correctly. Because the box comes with a little card on it that's like, hey, here's how to draft it. Here are the draft archetypes and everything. And nowhere on it <laughs> does it say, by the way, your first pick out of each pack, you take two cards. Oh yeah, that was, that was our last minute thing, and I I meant it to bring it up in the player meeting, but I forgot. But then someone thought of it at the table yeah. before the PBR started. It yeah. de- but it doesn't say that on the like, hey, here's how to yeah. draft double masters, which is a I think a tremendous oversight. <laughs> it also doesn't say it in the FAQ like right? the judge rules. It only says it in the product description article. You have to find the like spoiler like release note, not release notes, but like the ad on Wizards for double masters, and then it tells you. So. Huh. When you say your first two picks, you mean From out of one pack, your yeah. first your first pick was Bloodbraid Elf and Mana Drain out of the same pack. Yeah, exactly. Weird. And then I uh, interesting interesting duo of cards there. And then I shortly after that had the choice of committing to Teamer or grabbing Micaeus the Lunark. Ooh. And I think there had already been like a Lightning Helix I had passed out of my pack with a Bloodbraid Elf or something. So I did give the Micaeus to Wheeler and tried to like focus up on being like either a, a ramp deck that might end up being banned. So like Micaeus, it turns out I was four color, so mm-hmm. I could have used the Micaeus, but at the time I was trying to like hedge my bets in the first pack. Mm-hmm. So Wheeler ends up um, getting the Micaeus, and I won't spoil the bonus rounds, uh, but I do have to fight Wheeler eventually. Um, check out the bonus rounds if you haven't yet. Uh, but yeah, then I had a pretty good time like, Picking up lots of fixing. Like, I, I picked up the Cryptic Spires and the Bounce Lands mm. pretty high. Like, there was a few of us, I think, that were more committed to getting the color fixing. I mean, there's a Cryptic Spires in every pack, so there's so many going around, potentially. Yeah, so theoretically, everyone should get three, but my deck had five. Mm. So Well, some I mean, people just didn't want them. Yeah, exactly. Some people are playing fast two-color decks and didn't need that many of them, but yeah, I mean... Before you know what you're doing, this is just such a good card because you you know it'll play in any mm-hmm. deck. Basically, yeah. you don't have to since you don't have to commit to which colors it's fixing you for. I feel like the sealed format for this has to be off the rails because you get you Probably just get six color. you just get six cryptic spires and there's yeah. other fixing right there's all the Ravnica bounce yep. lands so you there's get rampant growth you at too. least yep. get six cryptic spires. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's um, wild. There's, I believe there's at least one artifact that fixes for colors, too. I can't remember which one it was, but um, maybe Wander Wayfinder's... Bauble? Bauble, isn't it? Something like yes. that? Yes. Does that yeah. sound right? Or tra- Traveler's Amulet? One of those, yeah. yeah I exactly. think it's the wave, wave, Wayfarer's. I think it's the Wayfarer's Bauble. Okay. Anyways, yeah, the mana is pretty good. You can get into five color fairly easily. Um, in draft or steel, which, which color were you not playing? I didn't play black. Okay. I didn't pick up anything that was like truly pushed me into black. There was always a like blue white or green blue card that was more exciting. Um, and then I had, I'm trying to remember now, sorry, one other important red card besides the Bloodbraid Elf. Um, oh yeah, I had a Scab Clan giant. So oh. some of my some of my lines of play involved momentary blinking my Scab Clan giant, which is kind of this hilarious thing. Um, you know, you get to find out which creature is chosen at random before the fight happens so, so if it does like target their six six you can blink it and be like okay no 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 let's roll those dice again scab clan giant it's four red green for a four five giant warrior when it enters the battlefield it fights target creature and opponent controls chosen at random okay so it 
because it so you're saying it chooses it before that fight resolves yeah because it has to you have to place um you have to make your choices before the trigger goes uh, on the stack trigger goes on the stack yeah so okay. you have to make a target right so, so if it targets something that would a target is before it, g- it gets placed so if it targets that. a creature that would kill it then you just you go like no 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 hang on let's try that again and blink yeah, it we can blink it yeah that's, i mean obviously that's, that's eight really or funny. ten mana or whatever but Still. that was what my deck was doing it was putting a bunch of lands into play nice um so yeah i had a good time i got to play against joey in round one mm-hmm. so i was in the first match of the ppr and we had a really good game one um he was playing like a green black kind of graveyard deck mm. and uh, he got to do some stuff and I got to do some stuff and eventually I kind of drew one more spell than he did. Um, and then game two, unfortunately he was like stuck on lands. Well, oh, we, yeah. we both kept really bad hands actually game two. I kept the super greedy, like do nothing until turn six hand, mm. like five lands, two, six drops, but on the draw and I'm like, well, I'll probably draw something by turn three. Was this right? the game where you just kept going land, go back and forth? Yeah, we kept yeah. going land, yeah. go back and forth. He had mulled the six and was like missing a color. I think he was Abzan, not. Uh, oh, right. And so he was like missing a color. And so, like, the Mi- first play right. of the game was like my six draw. My like five, seven spider, um, oh, whatever right. she's called, Arachnus yeah. Spinner, I think. Yeah. So then it's like turn six, yeah, and he hasn't done anything yet. And it's like, well, I have a lot of high drops in my deck. I'm just yeah, going to flop them all now. I seem to remember Joey might have kept the hand thinking that he had a different cryptic spires in hand. Oh, yeah, it's possible. Right. I will that, say that can be a danger. Yeah. 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 Make sure you mark those clearly. As mm-hmm. far as cryptic spires go, it's like, yeah, there are some feel bads occasionally where, you know, you can't see your opponent's cryptic spires very easily from your side of the board or, you know, you have to just be careful and remember, like, that you have to look on the bottom or look at however you've marked them. Um, James, I think it suggested like it would have been nice if they were scratch and sniffs before or whatever or scratch <laughs> like scratch offs. And it's tough I, to change between games. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that mm. one's kind of hard to change between games. I wouldn't mind if there was some kind of. Um, we've just been spoiled with arena like showing us the two colors of our lands, even when there's some weird modal thing like this, mm-hmm. or it's like a you choose thriving bluff kind of thing. It's like they always kind of just give you a gold border, or it's just been a lot easier to see which colors you have on arena. And so coming back, it's. Um, to paper double masters you just have to be careful mm-hmm. about that <laughs> uh kenji was complaining uh this is like the 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 smallest most minor nitpick about cryptic spires but you can you can draft double masters on magic online not on arena but you and, can draft it on magic and that's online. been the case since like even before the ppr right or something wasn't the yeah it came out day? like it wednesday, came out on like maybe? wednesday before the ppr so which was weird. a surprise to me i tell you what yeah. um but anyway the uh the the cryptic spires um, so on on arena, sorry, on Magic Online, uh, when you tap a, a land that taps for multiple colors for mana, you you click on it, and then there's a little pop up menu, and then you pick which color, or you can hold down the by default the M key on your keyboard, and just click once, and it will tap automatically for whichever color is like f- listed first or to the left or whatever on the card. It might be in Wooburg order. It might be depending on the way it's printed in the card, which might also be in Wooburg order, I think. But, you know, it, it'll depend on the on the thing. And he was like, this crypt expires is these two colors, and it taps for this one on the left when I click it. But this crypt expires is these two colors, and it taps for the rightmost color, and it costs me like half a second every time. Because <laughs> he just likes to be like, you know, so he was he was complaining. He admitted it's a very minor nitpick, but he's like, you know, it's like the oh, literally unplayable, right? Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, just like, yeah. why? Why is it this way for this crypt expires, but this way for this other crypt expires? I guess, is that the difference between UI and UX? 
Probably. UI. Very Man. consistent. UX. <laughs> this feels weird. We logged into Arena yesterday for the Magic stream, and because it was a big update and the seasonal thing had changed and, and a bunch of cards got banned or whatever, it did the thing where it's like, at the top it said seasonal rankings, and then your outgoing seasonal ranking like shield images were there behind uh, all the cards that recently that you were receiving. We were receiving different versions of cards from all the alchemy rebalancing. But then the it, under those cards, it said like 4X because you've got like four of those cards. And the 4X was behind the seasonal ranking shields so it, nice. it was just a it was a it was a user interface nightmare on 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 uh, booting up arena after the uh after the update and that's not atypical <laughs> just yeah. update spaghetti yeah it was just a big old it's a big old mess that said we played some um uh, just because it felt like a decent segue, unless we want to talk about Double Master some more. Yeah, no, the rest of I, I could just say, like, I finished my match, and then I got a break to go home to my dog, and then I came back and did judging, and uh, it was really smooth. Like, our guests were great, and this set, like, being a reprint set, there weren't, wasn't too much confusion about what any of the cards do, so mm. for the judges, it was, like, pretty straightforward. So yeah. I, I had a good time, and I look forward to playing this set again. The, uh, the draft decks and the archetypes are very cool and fun, and, like, the new art treatments look fantastic in front of you in paper, and so it's like, it's like a good cube. Yeah, the, yeah, like the, the uh, that's the impression I, that I've been getting. Yeah. yeah, the pack that Cedric and I opened uh, had had the the uh, Azorius Witch from uh, oh Lord, yeah from Shadowmore. Pay four and blank. Yeah. yeah, and I was just in love with the set at that point. Nice. Also, there's Mardu Sacrifice if you want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole deck for that. I've I've watched I've watched Kenji do a couple. Um, a couple drafts uh and yeah it's he's said that it's just it's a super fun format to draft it does feel kind of like a cube um mm. but then you can get more than one of a given card and yeah i've i've seen i've seen him do just four color nonsense i've seen yeah like some some of his opponents do the mardu sacrifice deck that seems pretty sweet as well the blink deck seems cool um yeah it, it looks it looks fun this is probably as good a time as any to admit that i was drafting in your seat and like there was, I want to say, second pick, or maybe it was in the same pack as the 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 Bloodbird Elf and the Mana Drain, a Matthias Bloodseeker, so like a rare Mardu-colored creature. Right. And also, I want to say it's called uh, Fiend Artist. Maybe that's not right. A black and a red uncommon from Return to Ravnica that has, like, at the beginning of your turn, or the beginning of your post combat main phase maybe or your upkeep you can pay one and sacrifice a creature to deal two damage oh that guy oh, oh, sacrifice oh, oh, oh yeah uh, I can't remember what it's called yeah I fireblade artist yeah fireblade artist I had the F right and artist was correct so there's this mm-hmm. and Matthias which is like a gold uh, or a three color uh, Mardu colored three three rare creature that's like a legend that has an ability um and or two abilities, Mathis, Fiend Seeker. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, it's sort of like this, like very clearly, like they tabled, and it was like, okay, Nelly, you grabbed some other stuff, but Mardu is very open, mm-hmm. and I was just like, yeah, that's cool. I'm gonna take another cryptic spot. <laughs> I was sort of like, uh, eventually, I'm gonna have to admit to Cameron that this happened. <laughs> I mean, you also opened a Mana Drain, which I think I would have been hard pressed to pass. But can you imagine getting past Mana Drain in pack one? And knowing that the person to your right is sending you a, like the clearest message imaginable, right? Yeah, that definitely would have been one of those. Yeah, you know? uh, if you're in a high level, um, big big prizes situation, you can maybe rest assured that your neighbor is playing blue. If you pass mm-hmm. them the mana drain, then you you've got like 
knowledge of the table a little bit that you can work with. Yeah, yeah, that you can collaborate with the person to your right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we are going to get, because uh, you're on Paper Fight. I am. So by the time that you're seeing this, Cameron and I will have had an opportunity to draft some double masters mm-hmm. on the Friday Night Paper Fight, and so that uh, that VOD will be up on the channel uh, potentially by the time you see this, or later today. But there will be the two uh, bonus rounds that... Um, Nelson mentioned um, with the decks from the PPR. It's um, Ben versus Kathleen and Nelson Wheeler. versus Wheeler. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, you should uh, check those out because those are going up um, at time of you hearing this this past weekend. So nice. go check those out. Um, but yeah, so the other the other recent release in the torrent of releases uh, is the Arena version kind of of commander legends or a way to get some of the commander legends cards kinda onto arena so you remember that originally Baldur's gate alchemy horizons was (laughs) nelson just smacked the microphone for those wondering what that noise was Hmm. uh Baldur's gate alchemy horizons was originally sort of (sighs) explained in marketing copy as um as like featuring cards from commander legends Baldur's gate or battle for Baldur's gate but there'd be other stuff and then that sort of changed to cards like thematically inspired by or something like that right you know and everybody was like what does that that mean mean? so what that means in practice is there's a bunch of reprints from Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. So there's a bunch of AFR cards that are reprinted unchanged. And I want to say every card from Commander Legends Baldur's Gate that is on Arena is different. Yeah. And it's it's more than a little confusing if yeah. you're looking at both of them. But wait I've, for I've, it. They're different, but has the same art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like, did we talk about this two weeks ago? It's the ago? same I, art. We sure meant to. Sometimes it's the same or similar names, right, but sometimes it's might not. Be the same character, yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, the mechanics might be thematically related to one another. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. So, here's an example. They're a thief. In Commander Legends, right. you have uh, Myriad, right? That that shows up a lot. So, um, maybe, James, could you bring up the, I don't know, what the, the what's it, the Tabaxi Toucaneers? rip to the word toucaneers by the way this is great so the tabaxi toucaneers they're a cat ranger that flies uh and so it's four and a white for a three two flying uh cat ranger with myriad so myriad is the ability that whenever it attacks for each opponent other than the defending player you make a token and it's also attacking them right so it's like I attack you but also you and you get attacked by this same creature those tokens go away at the end of combat so, on Arena, this card is the same art. It's still a Cat Ranger. It's called... I can't even remember what it's called. It's something totally different. Um, it's four white-white for a three-four flyer with a new ability that only would work on Arena called Double Team. So, basically, every instance of Myriad, all those cards are in this set, but Myriad has been replaced with Double Team. And what that means is, when you attack with this creature... You conjure, 
and I'll remind you what conjure means in a second, a copy of that card to your hand, and then both both instances of the card lose double team. Ranger Squadron, it's called. Um, so conjure means that you create a card. It is functionally a card. It, if you discard it, it goes to the graveyard. Um, uh, if it you know, it can be killed or exiled. Uh, you know, it can be bounced, returned to hand. It's not a token. It's a. It's you're adding an additional card, and then both of them lose double team. So you don't just keep doing that forever. Double team also is uh, whenever a non-token creature with double team attacks. So you can't you can't play a creature with double team, copy it with a token making effect, and then attack and get a copy. It doesn't work if it's a token. That's part of the rules text for double team. So basically, all the cards from CLB with Myriad are in this set but with double team and but with the same art but different stats and different names and so that's so that's odd um i'm trying to think of what other what other stuff they've they've added uh the the gates all have slightly different names why so, so i don't know because <laughs> they're different cards right so like the it's like the the black dragon gate and then like the the dragon's black gate or something like yeah so black dragon gate this is the one that's in this is a paper card yeah, yeah. this is the paper yeah. card yeah it enters tapped uh it's like the um the the thriving whatever's yeah. right it taps for black you can choose another color and then it also taps for that color other than black in on arena gate of the black dragon it's mm. a swamp gate it enters tap, taps for black and then it has this ability there's a cycle all five of them have this yeah. same ability three and a colored mana and tap seek a non-land card activate only once only once period only once in the game yeah can you activate it and seek as a reminder is you get a random card out of your deck that fits the criteria so in this case you get a non-land card to your, also, hand. To your hand also seek does not inherently shuffle some cards that seek also shuffle but seek does not necessarily shuffle so if you've ordered if you know if you scried and you know the top card of your library this will not uh this will not mess with that it could draw you that card because it is random (laughs) you know that could be the card it seeks but it takes a random card out of your deck and puts it into your hand but only once per game but it's just weird to me that it's black dragon gate and gate of the black dragon and it's the same art and they're totally different like this is what happens when you let people who code uh, come up with with stuff. And they're like, it is a different name. And everyone who has ever interacted with a human being is knowing in their heart of hearts that I no longer know what these two cards do or what these words mean. The Man, the one that more so than anything else is the cards with Specialized. I've got to talk about this. People in chat yesterday were saying, like, this is this feels like a mechanic created by programmers not game designers right and it's and no hate to the to, yeah, to the, the team that came up with it i found specialized very difficult to get a handle around partly because the tool tip for it didn't show up properly right away um uh so that that's a is it was a is a ui or ux that's one of those problems I've yeah played, i've played one game of this format and i also couldn't figure out how to make specialized work so Specialized. Let's look at um, a, a fairly straightforward one, like Jahira. Let's yeah, look like, at Jahira. I, I've seen these cards. They reminded me of level up cards, only you can choose a direction. Kind of. They're like a six-sided card. Okay. <laughs> okay, so um, so Jahira is one in a green for a 2-3. Uh, 
with hexproof from protection and or sorry hexproof from artifacts and enchantments and then specialize for two so what specialize means is you can activate this ability only at sorcery speed and you discard a either a a card of a certain color or a basic land that generates that color and then the, this card perpetually like for the rest of the game mm-hmm. turns into one of five other copies each uh, associated with color. each associated right. with one of those yeah. colors yeah, yeah. that does something okay. and it's and they all each of the options when you when you start reading them each of the options is very similar in that it generally does one thing the same across all of them and then depending on the color there's a little tweak so okay. jahira if you discard if you pay two for specialize again at sorcery speed because we played against an opponent that definitely thought it was an instant um and discard a green card or a forest then she specializes from jahira harper emissary into i don't remember any of these names you're gonna have to uh no that's the black one i mean that one's green that's true you can turn into the no 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 you can't this has to be the black you have to discard the black one you have to discard a black card or a swamp to get this one. There's a there's one where her mana cost has double green pips. That's the only one you can transform hey, to here into. Talk to me about this mana cost. Like it's just for show, right? No, because it because it perpetually turns into that card. So if it gets returned to your hand, okay. oh, you that's the to, you okay. can cast it again for the. But, this but new specialized doesn't like return her to your hand. No nope. transformer. Like she she'll just change yeah. her casting cost on the battlefield. I, so now I'm confused because I thought that you if you discarded a green card or a black card you got to choose this one no but i then, thought so too but that's not what the what arena lets you do i swear that i i'm so confused because yeah so here's the green one yeah so it's one so jahira Merc, merciful harper one green green so it turns from a two three into a three four when this creature specializes destroy up to one target artifact or enchantment and that line of text is true across all of jahira's specializations and then the green one you gain four life so the other options are uh, Ruthless Harper, which is black. So it's a 3-4 again. Destroy an artifact or enchantment. Each opponent loses three life. Or Stirring Harper, which is the red one. Again, a 3-4. They don't always have the same power and toughness. Destroy an artifact or enchantment. You get a boon, more on that in a moment, with when you cast your next creature spell, it perpetually gains plus one, plus one oh haste. Uh, the... Blue one, Insightful Harper, 3-4, destroy an artifact or enchantment, scry two. There's a bonus little scry two. Mm-hmm. And then the the white one, which I think is the best one, uh, destroy an artifact or enchantment, put a 1-1 one, one counter on each of up to two other target creatures. So, yeah, from playing with it, when you activate Specialize, it's like, cool, which one do you want to do? And it only gives you the options. Like, if you... I thought, as you did, James... I, I thought that it's like, okay, well, I'm in a green deck, so I can pick any one of these as long as I pitch a green card or a forest, and it's no. You can yeah, only you do the, the... Do the, what's missing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's super unclear. And the problem in draft is it's like you've got six cards to read to find out if this card is worth picking. Yeah. Right. It's very... You don't have a lot of time. Like, I don't hate these, but they are... They're... Hmm. Yeah. This is the kind of card I would have designed when I was 14. <laughs> it's just... Right? And 
I get I, it. It's not as bad as I initially thought. It's not elegant. It's, no. It's really, it's so much. <laughs> it's yeah. just so much. I, I, I honestly kind of like these, but this feels like it's just made the game worse in some way. Yeah. Like, it's it's weird also. So Jahir is one of the most straightforward in that, like, all of her specializations have the same power and toughness. And they all do the, when it specializes, destroy an artifact or mm-hmm. enchantment and something else depending on the color. Right? But uh, can we see Rasad? R-A-S-A-D? I think it might be two R-A-S-A-A-D, I think. Uh, so it's Rasad. I don't recall what his epithet is. Um, monk of Monk of Selene. So two and a white for a 2-2 two, two human monk. Specialize five. When Rasad enters the battlefield, exile target creature and opponent controls until this creature leaves the battlefield. So it's a banisher priest, basically. Right. So Rasad's white specialization um, is, I know this is a challenge for you, James, <laughs> is uh, Rasad Radiant Monk. So turns into a 4-4. When this creature specializes, target creature card exiled with this creature perpetually loses all abilities and has base power and toughness 1-1, one, one, right? Because that creature is still exiled with Rasad. Right. What I don't know is what happens if you kill or bounce this now specialized Rasad, because it's a different card that no longer has that ability. I can answer that. Please do. So it's still, even though it doesn't have the ability listed on the card, it still knows that it's the card that exiled that other creature. But it has a different name, and it doesn't have that ability anymore. Right, but imagine, say you have Rasad, or say you have Banisher Priest, okay, and then you target it with um, True Polymorph, okay, and you turn it into a Shannon and Dryads. Sure. Now your Banisher Priest doesn't say, put the creature back. It just says Forest Walk. Right. But then if I Lightning Bolt your Shannon and Dryads, what happens to the exiled creature? I don't know. It goes back. (laughs) Okay. They go back. Because the triggered ability on three mana Rasad and Banisher Priest is just like inherent game rules that you can't really you can't really do anything about it's not an ability it's just like there's probably a right name for it in the rules that i've read before and i forget but it's like um the card has memory like it's just a a fact of the card that when that leaves the battlefield the other creatures can come back in it's part of the resolution of that first triggered ability has like lasting effects okay so i appreciate that that's good to know yeah Uh, also pro tip because this happened, we we were playing the Rasad, and our opponent found out that uh, minimus containment does not work in the way that they want it to work. <laughs> so if you minimus contain Rasad, it's still on the battlefield. Yeah, just like what I was talking about with Polymorph. Yeah, right? so they it's don't they don't there. get their they don't get their creature back. No, hmm. unless you sacrifice the the treasure token. Yeah, then they would. Yeah. So, but what bugs me about Rasad is that that is the only specialization that does anything or cares at all about the exiled creature. Oh, all the other ones are totally different. Huh. So one of them is the blue one. He turns into a 4-4 that when he dies, you make two 1-1 flyers. Okay. Um, what what are the other ones? Uh, Warrior Monk, when he dies, make three. you get three soldiers. Oh, they're not flying, right. That's yeah. Uh, Sylvan Monk, it's a 2-2. When he dies, you make a boar. And then the black one, Shadow Monk, when he dies, you make a 4-1 skeleton with menace. Well, at least I know where the skeleton comes from. <laughs> But, but it, the like, boar showed up because it could smell food. Yeah, I guess so. The soldiers are there to bury their dead. Yeah, and the two one the fairy dragons, dragons were, were laughing on a about date. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They right. heard his cries and came and investigated. It's like, oh, a dead human. Yeah, but there are some that are 
completely, utterly different. I don't even know the name of this one. Our opponent played it against us. It's a green mythic with special eyes that, unlike just having like a filter over the art, actually has like five completely different arts, hmm. and the cards do totally different no. stuff, right? And so it's just it's it's so much. It is it is a complexity increase that is so much. Lucamina Moon Druid. Here you go. Two and a green for a two-two with wild shape. Oh. So specialize three. Activate only if you control six or more lands. And when Lucamina enters the battlefield, if you cast it, seek a land card with a basic land type. So it's she's going to help you get to it. What Wild Shape does. Wild Shape turns you into a 1-1 one, one or a 1-4 or a 2-2. Two, two. Right, because they used Wild Shape wild on a different card. Wild Shape is a magic card already. Wild Shape's also... It's in the set. In the set. Yeah. Yeah, I exactly. Yeah. I know. So Lucamina can turn into... Okay. Lucamina Scorpion Whoa. form, okay. which is a 4-4 with Death Touch that has to be blocked. Also, all of her abilities do say when Lucamina dies, it unspecializes. Oh. If it unspecializes this way, return it to the battlefield tapped. So you Whoa. get it. She just turns back into Lucamina and returns to play. So they did have an art budget for this set, and they just spent it all on this one card. I guess. There's a couple that do this. Bear form, 4-4 four, four with trample. Other creatures you control get plus one, plus one, and trample. Like, I kind of like this. It's yeah, cool. This card seems it's just, it's a, no, this card's amazing. It's yeah, very yeah. powerful. It's yeah. just, like, so much. Uh, right. Wolf form, 4-4 four, four menace. Uh, specializes or attacks. Make a 2-2 two, two wolf. Uh, crocodile form. No. 4-4. Four, four. When it specializes, tap target non-land permanent and opponent controls. That permanent doesn't untap during its controller's untap step for as long as you control Lucamina crocodile form. Ah, classic crocodile ability. Yeah. yeah. And then hawk form, also a 4-4 four, four with flying and lifelink. Okay. So again, very, very powerful. Super cool card. It's just so much. Yeah, there's a it's lot. It's just so much. Luckily, uh, uh, there's my new favorite removal spell. Uh, Patricar's Humiliation. Um, Adam and I drafted a real banger of a deck on stream yesterday. It was mono white. We had four of these. Sorry, Patriar's Humiliation. So it's single white mana instant. Uh, it deals damage to the creature equal to the number of creatures you control. That's not a new thing. But more importantly, target creature perpetually loses all abilities. Hmm. That's huge. Not as huge as the dragon our opponent played. So there's a 4-3. I don't, recall, I don't recall the name of it. There's a 4-3 dragon. The one it dies, you get to search your library for a dragon. There's this other dragon that's a mythic that's called... I don't know what it's called. It's like Devastator Dragon or something. It's 14 generic mana and one green mm-hmm. to play this... It's like a 10-9 with flying and trample. It's enormous. You can only play it... Oh, no, no. It gets cost reduced equal to the power of other dragons you control. Okay. Um, and it has this other ability that for two and a green, you can get it back from your graveyard in some way. So we just trade off for this 4-3. They go searching for this thing. Then they play Monster Manual, which is an artifact that has the Elvish Piper ability. So for one and a green and tap it, you just put a creature into play. Right. So they just slam it into play. And we're staring at this with our like mono white weenie deck, being like, how are we ever going to defeat this dragon? Because we have we have like a Guiding Bolt, which is like destroy a creature with power four or greater, but then they just get it back from their graveyard and put it back into play with Monster Manual again. Oh, wait. Patriarch's Humiliation. It loses all those abilities. Right. Then we kill it, ability. and it's gone forever. It's just this... It's just this 10 power plank sitting in their bin. Right. 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 Patriarch's Humiliation is amazing because a lot of the cards in this set are stupid yeah. and have ridiculous powers. 
They still uh, three for one you with that uh, that first dragon. But, oh yeah, but yeah, they did definitely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we had to we had to two for one ourselves on that thing. But you know what do you yeah what are you going to do about it? Hey, just call it cancel. Basically, that deck by the way, um, we had no one else was in white. We had six copies of Priest of Forgotten Lore Ooh, from, nice. from AFR. Ooh. Three copies of a new card that's a Tiefling, uh, three three, for three and a white, that uh, has uh, pr- the the protection fighting style, Ice Wind Stalwart. So when it enters the battlefield, you can flicker a non warrior creature oh, you sick. control. Yeah. So six mm-hmm. of the priests, three of these Ooh. things, three or four of the steadfast paladin, the two two with lifelink from AFR, yeah, and four copies of Patriarch's Humiliation, and most importantly. Two copies of Ascend from Avernus, which is white, white, white X sorcery. Uh, return to the battlefield all creatures and planeswalkers from your graveyard of mana value X or less. Oh, and so then for seven, mana. and then exile yeah. Ascend from Avernus. So we were just like, <laughs> we're just like this two, two on two, and then it's like priest, priest. Priest, flicker a priest, priest. We were playing 15 lands. Priest, attacking you, don't care, trade off. Patriarch's humiliation, your bomb. Priest, priest, eh, send from Avernus. Put eight creatures back into play. Also, we draw two cards and gain two life. Also, we blink those creatures again with these Icewind stalwarts. Do, 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 do. It was the. That's awesome. It was super silly and great. You should check out the VOD for that if you haven't seen it already. It was one of the best. It's That's a Hall of Famer, James. That's up there with the Charging Badger. That's like an LRRMG all-timer the deck we drafted yesterday it was it was amazing did you mill out uh no we 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 were like could we mill out are we in danger of this but no because our opponents just died before that would that would happen or conceded in a couple instances sometimes adam was annoyed that that they conceded before we got to cast the ascend from avernus but this card by the way is is sweet so i haven't actually talked about just sort of like a general thing on the on the the set as a whole Mm-hmm. here's the thing i don't play alchemy i don't i don't much care for it uh i'm i i you know it's not for me we've talked about it on the podcast before I, I i don't really play constructed i don't really care about alchemy i didn't i didn't enjoy um the like alchemy cue of the new capenna thing but i think a lot of that is just because i didn't really like new capenna limited or whatever and i've complained a lot about the complexity uh of of certain cards in this set um this has been fun this format's been fun because it's actually it was thought was put into how it would draft and it's powerful like it's a high power draft format and there are some stupid bombs but it's actually been fun like i don't know adam played a bunch of it on his home stream we we played a bunch of it on thursday james and i played on the uh the early access event on tuesday what did you make of it james uh, I thought it was kind of cool. I mean, yeah. you're right that there's a lot of reading. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of reading. Th- this card uh, for me was oh. the the standout, which is the Wand of Orcus. Yeah. Um, good lord. Two and a black legendary artifact equipment. Whenever an equipped creature attacks or blocks, it and zombies you control gain death touch until end of turn. So that's just kind of neat. Whenever an equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, create <clears throat> that many two two black zombie creature tokens. And it equips for three. How many zombies did you make? A lot. <laughs> Honestly, just this on Owlbear. 
was just oh, unreal because it trample, just had trample, death touch. death touch. Yeah, you know, every time I, it was just it was unreal. The, this card seems completely bonkers. Yeah, uh, ne- never ever print this in paper, please. <laughs> Did you see Wilson? This one could print in paper. Yeah, Wilson. It's true. Yeah. My, you saw you saw Wilson. My boy Wilson. What did they do yeah. to Wilson? Comrade him, Wilson. Okay, they gave him specialized, but so ward does he have hexproof on paper? Or? He's got he's got ward on paper. Oh, he's got ward on paper. I think. Okay, so. I'm pretty sure. What's sorry, did they what just add specialized? I think so. What's Wilson what's Wilson's paper printing look like, James? Sorry. Bear comrade. Bear That's comrade, incredible. yeah. Refined grizzly. Oh right, can't be countered and vigilance. Right. And choose right. a background. Okay, but does have ward. So yeah. But yeah, re- trample. No or, vigilance, which I definitely right. thought he had vigilance, but no. But still reach trample. Yeah, yeah, he does have vigilance. That's the thing, right? On paper, but yeah. not not Wilson Bear Comrade. Yeah. Um, specialized for four, but yeah, Wilson turns into a bunch of cool stuff. Um, the black one. So it always has reach and trample, which is kind of funny. And you'll find out why in a moment. The it's black one. <laughs> the black one gains uh, menace. And then they all have this ability, which is exile Wilson from your graveyard and target creature you control perpetually gains whichever okay okay whichever color pie ability shows up activated mm-hmm. as a sorcery so then if we look at the green one it's just reach and trample but big okay so it's a 5/5 five, five, and then you exile it and the creature gets plus 1 plus 1 and reach and trample and ward 2 so it gets all the other wilson stuff the red one double strike reach and trample and then a 2 th- but a 2/3 hmm. so again all the powers and toughnesses are different the blue one <laughs> can't be blocked, so oh. trample super useful here. Right, <laughs> That's yeah. the one I was I thought was really funny. Right. But exile it, and a, the creature perpetually gains can't be blocked. And then the white one is uh, reach life trample link. and lifelink, and then the creature can get lifelink if you exile it. From, and that I, one's a three four. Some I, different stats. Right? I do enjoy how his his drink changes color. His yeah, potion. I, I think that's that's a cute detail. I wonder if they told the artists that this was going to happen, or if. They must. Have. Someone in the Wizards graphics department just like went in and messed with all the color values. I, I disagree that they must have. Yeah, they may have. They may have, but I, I, I sincerely would don't necessarily think that they did tell the artists. Yeah, this seems I like guess. something that they might not have done. Because <laughs> I feel like this idea maybe happened late in the process. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't specialize. I'm I'm medium on specialized, but I'm higher on this format than I thought I would be. Again, I don't. It's not like worth it to me to like really grind on it hard because you're getting packs of alchemy, and I don't play it and don't particularly care about it. But as a standalone draft format, it's pretty fun. And uh, you know, I might dust off the old Magic Online login to to do a round of double masters at some point. But this has the advantage of it's on arena. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got some gems sitting around. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll give it a look. Yeah. It's 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 not bad. You can do sealed as well. Hmm. Okay. Um, okay. For the like they're all it's all regular prices, right? So it's two thousand gems for a sealed or fifteen hundred gems slash ten thousand gold for a premier draft. Hmm. And I think it's gonna be on quick draft in two weeks. Okay. So yeah, I, I mean if it's enjoyable, that's kind of what I'm looking for out of my magic experiences. I've, I haven't played a lot of it, but I've enjoyed it more than I enjoyed New Capenna. So, okay. Yeah. Mm. You said earlier that uh, the choice to have new card names that are kind of similar with the same art, but new abilities, or at least some new abilities, was odd. 
and I want to like jump yeah. in with my own opinion about that. Please. Instead of instead of saying odd, I would say like I don't know, laughably cheap, maybe <laughs> yeah. or like yeah. I mean, in in the scope of Magic the Gathering design decisions, perhaps tragic, <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah, these are all I think fair. You know, I think so too. I think like the 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 I suppose the the counterpoint, which is not which is maybe not the not the like defense that someone might think it is but this this is what i would imagine is that so few people have actually played commander legends in paper and will play commander legends in paper that a vast greater majority of people uh are going to be playing this online and just don't know don't like will not know what the printed paper cards are and so there won't be that point of confusion but i i find it yeah i find it very because there are a lot of cards even if you don't play commander legends the like the draft format there's a lot of singles out there that are relevant for commander and yeah i think it's i i yeah i I think it's bad i think it's actively bad to have cards with not the same name but a similar name but exactly the same art that exist digitally and in paper in a way that's different from like the alchemy stuff in a in a way that's like yes it oh, i don't know i i i, I, I actively like dislike it yeah it's um, very weird to me i yeah mm, no this is going to lead to some tragic misplays on <laughs> yeah. my part but maybe i will like that more because it won't be my fault yep right you can definitely blame the devs on on this I, one, absolutely right? it's mm-hmm. like sorry that card does something different where are we uh, in paper. Okay, yeah, it does something different online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, this is not my fault. This is not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, I missed the world before. Alchemy has brought us these gifts, right? It's brought <laughs> you like, hey, you just put a, a letter in front of the card, and now it does something different. It's rebalanced, but the art's the same, and then the card mm-hmm. name is the same, and now it brings us like, hey, the the card name has been changed a little bit, but the art's the same, like... Yeah, it's it's. We heard you like Yu Gi Oh, so we decided to make like sixteen copies of Pokemon or whatever. It honestly kind of reminds me of Pikachu, the the, yeah. the job where I had to change my my login password every forty days or mm. something, and so you would just change the order of the words. Also, right. weren't there like some, and then forget? Weren't there like some day one rebalancing changes for the set that like isn't there like Minsk and Boo on Arena in? the Baldur's Gate Horizons or Alchemy Horizons and then already there's an arena rebalance changed version of it. So I'm looking at Minsk and Boo and it's showing me two versions? Yeah, that's okay. what I mean. Um, so yeah, this I think... Minsk and Boo, Timeless Heroes. Uh, so two red-green for three loyalty when it enters the battlefield and at the beginning of your upkeep. You may create Boo, a legendary 1-1 hamster. Plus one, put three counters on up to one target creature with trample or haste. Minus two, sack a creature. When you do, this is wild, by the way. Minskin Boo is so powerful. Minskin Boo, Timeless Heroes, deals X damage to any target where X is that creature's power. If the sacrifice creature was a hamster, draw X cards. I think that's the thing they changed, isn't it? And then this one is no. one mana more no longer says it can be your commander so for brawl purposes and then oh no if the sacrifice creature was a hamster you draw the card so you only draw the cards if you sacrifice boo specifically when it enters the battlefield you may create oh if you don't control a creature named boo 
create boo. The other one doesn't have that line. Am I right? The other one doesn't specify if you don't control boo, you may create boo. Correct. Hmm. So hmm. yeah, so it's just it's it's just, it's very video games that the, there was this day one patch that already they've t- tweaked Minsk and Boo Timeless Heroes. Not just that that ability, but also made it cost one mana more. It's but you can still play the other looks, version in Brawl. I don't. It looks yeah. like there was the same thing with Earthquake Dragon. That's the one I was talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah. This stupid cool. thing. So, yeah, it's 14 generic and a green, 10-10, cost reduced, where X the total mana value, pardon me, of dragons you control, flying a trample, and then two and a green and sack a land, return it from your graveyard to your hand. But here's But I played one. against, yes, that one. Not named Earthquake Dragon. This one, oh, yeah, yeah. Where the total mana value of dragons you control not named earthquake dragons. You can't just chain chain, them, earthquake, chain dragons. earthquake dragons together. Yeah. That's no fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's so wild to me that it's like this this I don't I mean the the day one patch or day one rebalance seems weird. It seems like you should just be like, well, hang on. If that's what you wanted to change, just make it that just release it like it's that. day one just yeah. change it to that rather than being like here's the thing also this immediate rebalance on the same day when it's like it's not like the the other card exists in paper anywhere else it doesn't exist anywhere else just change it why not just change it i don't know yeah, i this feels like a mess it it does actually it's fun to play yeah, it is legitimately an enjoyable thing to play in the in the seals and drafts that I've done, but it does also feel like a mess. It it's very inelegant in a way that I'm not used to experiencing. Yeah, like there's already an avalanche of product to keep up with, mm-hmm. and then rebalancing and alchemy, adding on top of it a layer of different, more different confusion. Yeah. Uh, makes me kind of just go static like snow crash right yeah, right yeah, yeah, where yeah. i'm just like it, it it feels like i'm every card now is the full art cryptic command where you could just <laughs> tell me anything's happening and i'll i'll just say yeah, sure yeah yeah sure oh this what, card does this okay yeah okay that seems entirely plausible i yeah I said my piece about really not liking how they're redoing the arts and similar name mm-hmm. and like sort of like getting this second second set of value out of the cards that they made for Commander Legends. I was unaware that like not a lot of people are playing Commander Legends draft. I thought that product was going to be wildly popular because it reaches both draft players and commander players. But maybe I'm a weird exception as someone who like mostly plays draft and likes one. See, I love draft and commander. So it's like yeah. I think it's great for me. But I, 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 as I understand it. The thing is, like, the way people talk online and the what is true in the LGS is often not the same thing. But I'm I I am under the impression that Commander Legends has not been well received, hmm. uh, and I don't I don't really know why. Um, but I don't know. But it's it it's a limited print run set, isn't it? And so it's it's that means it's expensive to draft. Uh, I mean, it's it's not though. Like, not as expensive as Double Master. Well, I mean, and I mean, I think that was a big part is that it it came it came after New Capenna, which nobody was hyped for, yeah. which always kills the momentum for whatever's coming next. Plus, we had Double Masters, which everybody was hyped for coming 
weeks after. Yeah. So I, I think it just got kind of, I mean, this is a danger of, of the amount of product, product they're releasing where mm-hmm. some things are going to suffer because of it. And I think Commander Legends was absolutely uh, one of those things this year. Yeah. Like, I think at the end mm-hmm. of the year, a lot of people who are going to be doing like wrap up videos and like, let's talk about all the things magic this year, a lot of people are probably going to forget that this set even existed. <laughs> It's too bad. I thought Commander Legends, the experience of drafting and playing it was super fun. I hope we get to do it again. Maybe yeah, I want to. Next I, month I didn't get to. I really yeah. want to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I had two other things I wanted to sneak in about that. So, yeah, really, really sad that they're doing what they're doing with Alchemy. Um, although I guess I do like the idea that they're trying to bring Commander Legends to Arena because Commander Legends was a sweet set. I don't know that they've done, they've done that, but, hey, maybe this format is fun. I will try to play it. Um, along with that, it's like we've learned – Hey, and maybe that not everyone was feeling this, but I had just recently been missing drafting AFR anyway. I just had a lot of fun with that set last summer and yeah. it's sort of back. Like it's different. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they, there's enough new cards that it doesn't just feel like AFR with like a, some sesame seeds on top. It's the, different AFR. The Battle Cry Goblin is in this set, but the set does not seem initially to have the if you're not in red black, you're doing it wrong yeah. problem. Hmm. I, I didn't see a deadly dispute in my one draft, so I don't know if that there was is deadly dispute. The, as there well, is yeah. okay, yeah. fair enough. But the threaten costs four instead of three. Yes, so that matters. Although mm-hmm. it's a cool threaten, it makes their creature attack again. It's an interesting threat. Survives. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure it's going to very much feel different, like new, different AFR, and I'm fine with that honestly. And if in the future they want to do things like, hey, we're taking an old draft format and we're remastering it, but we're going to put new cards in that we made, I think that is totally fine. Like if they wanted to be like. Amonkhet 3, it's like <laughs> 200 of the cards from Amonkhet, but then we changed a bunch of other ones, and we added a bunch of new ones, and like we got some new art. I, I don't like the reuse of old art at all, um, or like the reuse of characters or like cards that are almost half of another card. Mm-hmm. I really don't like that. Yeah. I don't want you to give me Sun Titan, but it costs 5, and it's a 4-4, four, four, and it brings back 2 drops or whatever. Like, Please don't do that. I don't like it. As you said earlier, it's confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing we learned is that like, yeah, there's like more space for these like Hearthstone and whatever, you know, like um, Legends of Runeterra digital only cards and the arena devs want to design them and they're doing a decent job of them and they can make fun cards. Yeah. So they should be given probably at least one draft format to make a year. And I don't think they need to be like pinned into uh, designing a set that fits perfectly into like some product that wasn't going to make it to arena anyway. Like they, they should probably be if this format's fun then the arena devs should get to and whoever worked on this project should get to take responsibility or, uh, you know, claim, claim uh, a little credit. Yeah. The credit. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Take credit for that and get to do like their own set without these weird constraints of like, you've got to make Wilson cards that are kind of like Wilson, but it's not the same, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I feel that there is space in the game for alchemy. Yeah, sure. Um, I, just don't like it right now <laughs> yeah no i i still don't feel any better about alchemy but this is different this is like a, it's called an yes. alchemy product but they're, they're letting us draft it for the first time we yeah. haven't drafted alchemy before so mm-hmm, it really mm-hmm. like even though it's called alchemy it's also like arena only draft format right like mm-hmm. right that you know it's they're just calling alchemy draft and like it doesn't necessarily need to be related to alchemy like they could be making weird alternate powered cube on arena yeah. or something mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. they could be making like second version of the moxes that you can only have in some phantom draft where they cost one mana and then they like make up some new abilities and like they have a whole set of like arena only cards that are just for this phantom draft format and like 
that I feel like is the same. It's the same skills working on the same kind of project that just created uh, Baldur's Gate Alchemy, but everyone would be at least I think in this room, everyone would be more stoked to go do it. Yeah. Right. Like there wouldn't be as much resistance if it was like made up arena only set with made up arena only mechanics and, and new art. It's weird. Cause it seems like they have the art budget. Like they have, they can mm-hmm. get art. Right. Anyways, that's all I wanted to say. I want to, I want to acknowledge the success of this set, like the success of this project while also acknowledging the obvious failures. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't think this is new information that Wizards is notorious at being, frankly, cheap in paying sure. for paying for labor. So, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, sure. mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> this is not you. You didn't hear it first from us. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Uh, I just quickly want to uh, close a loop I opened earlier because I said that I mentioned what a boon was. Oh, right. That's not a new thing. That's just, it's a, literally, it's a flavor word in the same way of like wild shape or protection right. fighting style for a delayed trigger. These are not, oh, this is not a new thing to magic. Uh, it just means the next time that you would do X thing that the, that the delayed trigger cares about, then something will happen. Okay. So there's like a two drop. It's like one and a white for a three, one blade. Nice. Uh, that says uh, when this enters the battlefield, you get a boon with the next time you cast a creature spell, it perpetually gets plus one plus oh. So on arena, it just like, oh, okay. it just sits over at the side and waits until you cast a creature spell and then goes, oh, delayed trigger. What's up? Here you go. That creature gets plus one plus oh uh, forever. So in yeah. the time warp box zone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's just a boon is just a, uh, a, a fun D&D word codification of, of of what a delayed trigger is and i i don't know maybe they'll use, like it boon it really is a D word right like you get boons and stuff in D. so like i don't know if they're going to use that outside of the baldur's gate set if that's like that's just a thing in alchemy now that they call them a boon uh or or not because previously it would have just said when when this enters the battlefield the next time you cast a creature spell you get plus one plus oh and now it says when the battlefield, you get a boon that says hmm. blah, 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 blah. And I don't know if maybe that is relevant in any rules I, I, capacity. I could see but. that cross-pollinating. I mean, it is a D&D word, but it's also a word yeah. outside And it's that. in the building, right? It's still yeah. wizard, so they could yeah. just say it's boons now. If Yeah, I mean, it's going to be entirely flavor reasons, whether they keep boons around or just not refer to them, and you see the little pop-up from the triggered ability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, uh... If you want to get yourself some uh, of the paper versions of all those cards, or maybe some double masters, or just buy yourself some singles, uh, you can head over to our sponsor, Card Kingdom. Check out cardkingdom.com slash LRR. That lets them know that we sent you, and we appreciate that. And uh, I forgot to mention the button at the top of the show. Are we still on weird tap but okay? No, we're on something else now, aren't we? We were on in response to damage I concede for a while. We might still be I on I think that. that's where we're at then, okay. yeah. yeah. So you, you can ask them, say, loading, ready, run, sent me. Button, please. And they'll give you a little one-inch button that says a funny thing, which right now is, yeah, in response to damage I concede, uh, which I think you're allowed to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you don't usually respond to damage, actually, anymore. Before damage I concede. Yeah, I before damage yeah. I concede. Sure. Yeah. Well, what, whatever the you're allowed to concede says. at any moment, really. So you could pretend to put damage on the stack. What are you going to do? Get handed a game concede? loss? Exactly. <laughs> Good yeah. point. Good point. Just let them try and stop you. And uh, <laughs> and of course, this show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/LoadingReadyRun. Thanks always for listening. We really appreciate it. Until next time, I've been Graham, joined by Cameron, huh? And Nelson was also here. And James has been running tech. Bye. And Heather gets these online. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.